You're listening to the 411 on Mousecapades Radio. It's my station. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with my colleague and friend, Bethany. She just returned from her magical Disney World trip with her family, and we pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 701, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your ticket and resort reservation. Text me today for a free quote at 636-395-0544. Well, Miss Bethany, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Have you had the opportunity? I didn't know if you had ever listened to this podcast before, actually. Bethany works with us, by the way. Yes, I have. In fact, when... Um... We were on our way to our trip. We listened to several episodes and I had shown it to my husband previously also. So Bethany reached out to me, I believe it was September, October. She wanted to surprise her four girls, Jada, Lydia, Abigail, and Miriam for Christmas. And her and her husband had decided to bite the bullet and just do it. She talked with Nick, which you guys know Nick from the show previous years. And he said, um, He thought that the week that she was going was going to be a great week, not so busy, January the 29th through February the 4th, which typically in years past has been the case. I think it was a little bit different, which as we get in, I'll let her talk to that. But um, I was going to let her share a little bit about planning for it um, prior to telling the girls what she did and then how she did with the girls and then how they reacted. So I will let you just chat for a few minutes. Well, we were super excited um, and definitely something we've been wanting to do um, for many years. It just seems like it's super um, overwhelming and we didn't think it was something that we could actually pull off, but you made it very easy for us. And we started planning and started buying things here and there for the girls for their reveal gift and things that we knew they might need for the park. And then on Christmas Eve, actually, we uh, had a letter that you had created for us and put them in little tin containers and we had a bunch of Mickey ears and some outfits and had them all open them together for a reveal and they were very excited. One of them was, she actually looked like she was angry in the picture, but she was just kind of, she was so overwhelmed um, and shocked that she said later that she's like, I didn't mean to look mad, but uh, she just was extremely surprised. Um, so that the secret, they had no idea, um, no idea at all what we were doing. And then after that, we just kind of kept planning and planning. The time we went was the perfect time to go as far as, uh, it was kind of a record low for temperature for them down there. But once we got past those couple of days, the temperature was perfect there. So it was typically like in the 60s when you guys were there, right? Low 70s? Yes, and one day we were there, it was 37. So it was a little low for them. And did they all have on winter coats? They did, we went to um, Destin. Yeah, we went to Destin for a day and that beach was extremely cold. So we all had on coats and gloves. And then as we drove to Orlando, it got a little bit warmer, but that first day at Animal Kingdom, we all had on coats and gloves. Um, I had thought to pack little extras 
I'm glad we did uh, because it was a little it was a little chilly. Uh, the girls were able to take off their jackets a little bit in the afternoon, but then in the evening it got chilly again. But we were layered up. It was busier though, and the only thing that we can attribute that is that the 50th anniversary is going on, and so that seems to be a really big deal. But from what I've learned from you so far, I didn't want to talk to you too much because I wanted to leave it for the recording, so it was a surprise for me as well. I feel like it was good. It was a good time. The pictures were amazing. I tried to post some of those. I didn't get them all posted and I apologize listeners, but it's just so fun. It's it's so fun for me. And I know people think I'm crazy, Bethany, but honestly, it is just as fun watching you guys go and seeing the joy on your faces as it is when I'm there with my family. So I'm excited about that part. So you gave them that and um, something you gave me the opportunity of doing was booking you and the All-Star Music Family Suites. And I was super excited about this because I'd not booked anybody there yet and was considering doing that with my family. So I'm gonna let you speak to the um, All-Star Music Family Suites. Okay, well, it was amazing. When you walked in, it was right in the living room area and there's a table and chairs, before, table and four chairs, and then there was a nice sized couch and they both of those folded down to create these uh, queen size Murphy beds. And that was super cool because it allowed us to have the, in the daytime, every morning I, we would make the kids, you know, put everything away and just roll the beds up. And then the room was like spotless again and we had all this room in there and then we were able to uh, pull them back down at night. The coolest thing though was the kitchenette because it had a full size fridge and a microwave lots of storage for all of our things on the way there we had taken up some things that i had prepared beforehand like i had made mickey mouse shaped ear uh, brownies so we could make ice cream sandwiches once we got there and then i made mickey uh, pancakes with the plan to to uh, do like strawberries and whipped cream with them for breakfast one morning which we did so we took up a cooler with things but when we got there, we ordered Instacart and they delivered enough to last the entire week as far as like foods and snacks. I also took up our little toaster because we do like bagels and cream cheese and stuff. And I took up my flat little uh, countertop grill. So we were able to make tons of things in the room. Um, one of the days in the park, we made uh, BLT. So I made a bunch of bacon. So it was really, it was really nice. The kitchen was the perfect size for all of that. The, we were able to stock it up. It had a full size sink there so you could do dishes. It was amazing. Um, that was probably my favorite thing about the whole room because most rooms you can't, you don't have that option at all in a lot of hotels. Right, well, and it just, they just refurbed it. So I had already, uh, had a friend that stayed there probably six or seven years ago and she had told me about it and I didn't even know it was an option. And I thought, well, that's amazing because that's a great way to do Disney on a budget, but still have all the magic. You're still engulfed in the bubble and um, to be able to do some of that on your own. And, and so that's one of the most important things I wanted everybody to learn from your trip was you guys did great things but you also knew you were on a budget and you used the kitchen to your benefit. And I love that you pre-did those brownies and pancakes. That was amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. And it's nice because people, if, if they have food allergies or I actually uh, have to store some medication in the refrigerator. And that is an issue sometimes when we go places. In fact, in the hotel that we stayed at on the way down there, we had to keep it, just get ice and make sure that it was kept in a cooler. And so that was really nice because we could put all of that in there and 
I also have some dietary, uh, just certain things. I was able to take those into the park because they were in a refrigerator and was able to store them and play them better. It was amazing. Another thing I liked was the bathrooms. This hotel room had, the suite had two really uh, nice bathrooms. So with the six of us, that is definitely an issue anywhere we go with, you know, bathrooms. And they were both very, I would say pretty spacious and very nice. Like they were not just the typical um, hotel bathroom. They were very nice. And we were able to, my husband and I were able to stay in a, in a regular size room. We were close enough by them, but it offered, it did offer some privacy, which is nice because we were there at the park for quite a few days and with all of us together, you know, it, it's like hotel rooms usually get smaller and smaller the longer you're there. Yes. <laughs> we didn't have that problem with the suite. It was amazing. And that's why I really want to try this, just because my kids are adults now and they even say, you need your own room, but then we price it out and then they're like, maybe you don't need your own room. <laughs> and so we've just never done that so far. Um, it's been fine. So anyway, yeah, I was very excited for you for that because even if one of the girls shared a, the bathroom with you so that you had three and three, you still had your alone time at night. You can close the door and have mom and dad time and say, you guys stay in there and watch your movies. We're gonna yeah. watch our movies in here. And yeah. just, yeah, I really, really liked that. I loved that part of the resort. So then you guys arrived on a Saturday. So your first day I know was Animal Kingdom. You already said that because um, it was cold that day. Um, but I was gonna let you talk about that part, what you did there and what, you know, was everybody's favorite, that kind of stuff. Um, we got there Saturday and kind of just looked around and uh, unpacked and really just kind of looked at that, just walked all over the resort because it was just super cool. And um, Sunday we got up and went to Animal Kingdom and we were there uh, for the opening and the girls really loved um, Animal Kingdom. It was, in fact, my, my 14 year old, that's her favorite of all the ones that we went to. Um, we were able to pretty quickly get in and kind of make a plan as far as what we were gonna want to do and us having the DAS pass I think that's how you say it yes was um, very helpful in helping us to uh, get to do everything on our kind of must-see list so before we go any farther will you explain the DAS pass because you actually have used it now I know about it but you can explain it probably better the DAS pass is it's called the disability access pass I believe. I believe so yeah accessibility pass or something yeah and it is open to anyone who falls under a number of medical needs so it could be wheelchair it could be uh, something more like ADHD just really anyone who would find it difficult to stand in lines for long periods of time which we know that can happen and the DAS pass it doesn't it doesn't give you like a front row you know access to everything what it does is is you are able to sign on to one uh, ride at a time and you have to still wait the full time to get on the ride but you don't have to do the waiting in the line so once you once you assign that ride it'll say like you have 62 minutes to wait or 45 minutes you can go and do whatever you want you can go eat have a snack go to another ride which is what we did a lot we would go to rides and things 
around it that we could get in and out of um, and then go to that designated ride at the time that it tells you to and they will allow you to get on the ride um, about four or five minutes early but you, you can't just show up like oh it's 20 minutes until I need right. to be although we did see some people trying that <laughs> you definitely oh well see. you know there's always going to be somebody yeah um, and then the person who has the DAS cast it's assigned to them they take their photo you have to have that person with you at all times so it's not just oh Miriam had it my daughter had it and then the rest of us can just go ride wherever we want to using her pass she has to be the first one who uses her magic band and then after that once they um it, it turns blue and they override it and then they say okay are you all here and we um, put our magic bands up to the little post and then we all go in and the moment you cross over and you checked into that ride you can go ahead if you've chosen your next ride you can go ahead and assign it so part oh, okay. of your waiting time for the next ride is while you're riding this ride it's really a cool thing you go to the lightning lane past area and you just go in with them so there is some waiting it's not like you're taken to the front you do have to still wait in the line um but it wasn't a, a long wait and it wasn't uh it it wasn't overwhelming because that is something that could be an issue and she did really great with with the times and uh, it was very helpful it was a really great thing we were able to to do everything on our list and the stress level was way down and that's what that's why i wanted you to talk to it because i think and you know, I, you're gonna get this everywhere, I guess. People just judge if they think you have that pass. They're like, oh, you look perfectly fine to me, but they don't know what's going on inside your body or what kind of illness you have. I mean, there's so many people that have heart conditions and, mm -hmm. and anxiety that we don't understand the magnitude of it. And so, like you said, it's not putting us to the front of the line. We're still waiting a line, but it's allowing us to walk around so that there's not a meltdown. And I don't think that they've had this I, I meant to research it. I don't think they've had it as long as they should have had it because I know it's probably five or six years ago now, there was a little boy that could have easily or should have had one of those and he was having a meltdown and we were waiting for a friendship boat. And the listeners probably have heard me say this, but literally we were in front of him, but we could tell he was upset because they were doing fireworks and his mom didn't leave fast enough out of the park. And so he could still hear those fireworks and he was holding his ears and saying, make it stop, make it stop, make it stop. Where I think those people, if you've not been around a child that, you know, cause we work with children. So we know that there are all sorts of um, problems that people have no idea about unless you have a child like that or work with one. Literally, we were the only family that would get on the boat with this family. And I was so sad for them because those people just thought he was having a meltdown. They didn't understand. I'm just asking people to, before you go to Disney, realize that, you know, not everybody's life is honky dory all the time. And there are issues that they have to deal with. So please be courteous and remember there are reasons for things that happen. Yeah. And we were lucky. We didn't um, get any type of, I didn't hear of anyone being judgmental or uh, making comments and the uh, staff, they were amazing. Um, when you get the DAS pass, they have you do a live chat and um, they have to interview the person. It's not like a long interview. It's literally just, hey, how are you doing? And then they ask a few questions and um, she did really well with that. She was nervous, but she did really well and they approved it. She she definitely, um, there was no hassle. It wasn't, it wasn't like you had to convince them, oh my goodness, we have a problem here or we have an issue. They were more than willing. They understand this whole concept that, you know, not everybody has a, you know, the same type of disability. Right. It was, it was really, it was a lifesaver because 
to be honest, that was one of the things that has kept us back from doing a, a big trip um, because we were worried about how there could be meltdowns. And in fact, we went last year to uh, Wisconsin Dells and we ended up leaving a day and a half early from our trip. People, mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that, but we left early because um, there were some major overwhelming moments and there had been some meltdowns and my husband and I talked about it. And we just said, we, I think we're done. We've been here for a week. I think we're kind of ready. Um, so the DAS Pass helped us to be able to have that trip, that the magical trip that we wanted to. I don't know if we could have done it without it because she still did have some moments um, that luckily weren't in the park. There were some at our resort um, where she kind of broke down and had some moments, which is to be expected but they weren't uh, as numerous as what they would have been. Had you not had that. Exactly. Okay, so you're at Animal Kingdom. What did you guys decide to do? The DAS first, was that uh, Flight of Passage did you guys do first? I can't remember. It was the one I suggested, but I didn't know if, if you guys were capable of doing that because you know how the park is in the morning. We did that one and then, and I think there was like an hour wait. So we kind of, you know, did some things around there. It was so cool because we ended up getting to ride it twice. That was the girls' a lot of the girl most of the girls' favorite ride of the whole day. I mean, because it's just spectacular. Yes. Um, but we were able to see several shows as well. Um, it was it was really good. We did learn that day to make sure if you're going to use the DAS Pass and just schedule, try to plan what you're going to do, not to be going to different areas of the park like that, because that walking, that walking sure. piece. So <laughs> we learned that the first day. Well, that park is so huge. Yeah, we logged in. Um, I think my husband said it was like almost 20,000 steps. Oh, I'm so, sure you did. Yeah, it was, I am sure. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot of steps and we were like, whoa, but it was it was amazing. I wouldn't take back any any of it. It was great. So you guys rode Flight of Passage and then did you ride Navi River while you were waiting? Yes, um, I think we rode the Navi River twice too. We did because I remember I took a video of it and the video didn't turn out that great. And so I retook the video on the second one because oh, okay. we went, so we rode that one twice too. It was, it was so cool. Um, the Flight of Passage was my favorite, but I think my second favorite is that Navi River. It's just so real in there. It is, it, it, I, you know, Disney, they do everything the right way. Oh, they do. They do. And your Kilimanjaro Safari, you guys got to go on that, correct? The yep, Jeep? that was really nice. And we got to see quite a few animals because you had told us to do it in the morning. Right, if you could. It was kind of mid-morning when we went, but uh, we did get to see quite a few animals. Awesome. That is so awesome. And did you guys get to see Festival of the Lion King? I can't remember. That's the... Uh, the show, the Lion King show? Yes, we did. We saw that too. And did you guys like that or? Oh, we loved it. It was really cool. Uh, I think the older girls, I, they enjoyed it, but it wasn't like their favorite thing. We, and we were right up close, so we had great seats. Did they pull, oh no, they're not doing that right now. I was gonna say, I could see them pulling one of your girls and then them having a panic attack because that would have been bad because they usually pull a child, they would do a dance, but I forgot they're not doing that right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you were that close, you would have been chosen, I can tell you right now. Um, Expedition Everest was close for refurbishment. Did you, you didn't do dinosaur though, right? We did that twice. You did? The girls did it? They did it. Oh, I'm so proud. I was really worried about that because it's so dark. There was some, you know, apprehension when it first started, but then when it was over there, they were like, let's do it again. So we, we came back later in the afternoon and did that one again. That's awesome. And did you guys get to do Kite Tales? That's the kite show. Yes, we did that too. They really, the older ones thought it was kind of funny because the, the kites, they just crashed into the side. Um, 
and that was kind of funny. We're like, oh my goodness, Simba just, what's going on with Simba? He just crashed to the side. We, so <laughs> us older ones were kind of teasing, but it was amazing. It was really cool. Did the girls dance at the beginning? Did they choose to do that or no? No, they did not. Okay, I wasn't sure because, yeah, they didn't have to, but a lot of times you can. And we said, actually, that's one of our most favorite parts is at the beginning because you didn't have this opportunity because it's not currently open, but they're going to bring back Finding Nemo as a different adventure kind of thing. And we're hoping they're going to tie in Finding Dory kind of storyline. But they always had those people that would dance in the aisles and it just made you feel like you were back in that show. So yeah. I'm glad you got to see that. So then the next day I know was a no park day, but I don't believe that was your beach day, correct? No, we went to Disney Springs. Yes, okay. And um, that morning we kind of just slept in because we were bush. <laughs> And then we had a nice big breakfast in our room and then um, kind of just took it slow. But we did Disney Springs, which was a lot of fun. And they got to go to the Lego store, I saw. Yep. And they had made, uh, we had made reservations to eat and we went to Sprinkles for their, uh, I had joined the birthday club for them. Oh, cool. So we were go get uh, cupcakes. I had planned all that. We've kind of been looking into that since we knew that's where we wanted to go that day. So we we had several things on the agenda to stop by and see. So it, we didn't stay all that long. I think we got there at like noonish, and we had a four o'clock dinner reservation. And then afterward, we had made the reservation for the, the Legos. We had did customizable Legos. Oh, fun. We were leaving by seven. So we weren't there super long. I mean, it was a that's a full day. Yeah, it's a lot of walking, um, but it was cool. There's lots of stuff to see there. There is. We like just to sit by the water and just like watch just the water and watch people. I mean, it's it's just such a great place. And the one thing that I did want to talk about, because you just brought that up, both of our two of your girls of the four had birthdays. And so um, they got birthday pins, correct? Yes, they did. And so that's important for the listeners to remember, obviously if you use me or one of the other travel agency, agents in our agency, have them add that to your reservation information. But um, if for some reason it doesn't happen, because sometimes it falls through the cracks, make sure that you bring that up to get those buttons because they try to make the girls, I hope they did, feel extra special about their birthdays. Yeah, they were constantly, um, it was constantly happy birthday, happy birthday. Um, one morning they had even, uh, when we came down, they were singing to them and even the bus driver, all of, I mean, we just, we were overwhelmed with it. It was really cool. And they wore them the entire week because we were like, this is kind of a birthday Christmas celebration. So they got to enjoy yes. all that being spoiled all, all the entire week. I mean, you feel, you feel special as an adult. So I can't even imagine being a kid and having them do it. Like, cause we get one, we usually were there for our anniversary. And so, all week long the cast members are trained to know what color is what celebration and they just say it to you it was really cool your second park day was the magic kingdom oh yeah we uh did the magic kingdom and i'm glad that we did it the day we did because the weather was a little bit warmer um and we all had uh, special shirts and things prepped to go so we weren't wearing all those heavy coats you know like we were at animal kingdom but um we got there, I think we got there about 20 minutes after the park opened. And uh, our first ride, the first thing we got with our DAS Pass was... Big Thunder Mountain? Yes, that was the first one we did. And um, we went, because the, the wait on it was not very long. So we went straight back. It was amazing. Like that day, we were able to do almost everything on our list. The only thing we were not able to do was Dumbo. Oh, I'm sorry. That's weird, because there's two. They're right by each other, but they have two different things. That's sad. Well, we had to make a decision later in the day 
we were like, let's, are we gonna ride this thing? Are we gonna go back and do that? And we had already ridden, um, there was a dinosaur one. Oh, Triceratops spin. Yes, we had ridden that in the morning. And then we had ridden the Aladdin, the carpet one. Which they're the same. Yeah, so we, we asked everybody and they kind of did a vote and we just decided since we already done those other two that we were gonna go ride something else. So it kind of, it worked out. No one was on, I mean, they were unhappy about it, but it wasn't, we had to decide with the DAS Pass because it was getting closer to the time with the fireworks and all of that. Right, right. But what we were able to ride, I mean, we rode so much and it it was just really cool. Uh, it was packed. There was quite a bit of people there that day, but really it didn't dampen, dampen the fun for us at all. That's what I, I've been trying to say because I know a lot of the Facebook groups and stuff have really been downing the magic. And for instance, this one lady, she just got on and they were getting ready to go on their first trip. And I felt like everybody was saying, don't go, it's too busy. But I just said, you know what? You make your own magic. And if you've never been there, you don't know how crowded, crowded is. So I'm glad that you guys were able to do that. Do they have a favorite ride for that park? That park's huge, so it's hard to, like, you can tell me if they have different ones. Yeah, it's different ones. Um, for me, my favorite was Peter Pan's Flight. Yes. That was my favorite. I went with my parents uh, probably 25 years ago and rode it. It was magical then, and it still is. So that was me and my 16-year-olds, our favorite rides. It's a Small World was we had a few people that were like, oh my gosh, this is the ride that never ends. But then it was magical for some of us too. I, yes. I loved it. That one's awesome. Did anybody, did you, you guys rode Haunted Mansion, right? Yes, now that one, um, actually my older daughter said it was like her second favorite ride. She loved that ride. Yeah, it's it was the first ride we ever rode in Magic Kingdom, so it has like a special place in my family's heart. So we always want to know what everybody thinks of Magic I don't know why, but that's just, we always get excited. They had a technical dif difficulty with the ride while we were on it, so it stopped for a few seconds. Um, and I had my Miriam with me. She was very apprehensive. A lot of the rides, just not knowing what was coming and right. not knowing what to expect for her. Um, she was a little apprehensive, but it, uh, cause it is a dark ride, but she did great. And she got off and she said, oh, that was so much fun. So that's what we always recommend. If it's a dark ride and you're kind of leery, let your kid watch it. It's not going to really ruin the magic. Cause it's going to be different when you're there anyway, but it yeah. gives them an idea of what they're going to be going on. Just, just for safety's sake. I always say that. Did you guys get to go to any of the little like carousel of progress or tiki room or country bears? We did not do Country Bears, but we did the Tiki Room and we did um, the Carousel of Progress also. Awesome, I love those. I feel like we got to do a ton. Like yeah. I feel like very lucky we, um, and it was cool because there was on some of them where there was like the um, carpet ride, there was like a 35 minute wait for that. Um, so we just ate our snacks and kind of, you know, utilized the time while we were in the line. We said, let's have, so, have a snack. And so the time went by really fast. Yeah, you were right by the Dole Whip if you uh, were at the Aladdin ride because there's lots of good snacks right there by the Aladdin ride. And I don't know where we were when we, when we got it, but the girls got uh, seven dwarves. They have a, the seven dwarves ice cream cones and each oh, really? day different, they do a different one. Oh. And I believe that day we did um, Grumpy. I think it was Grumpy that they got, but they had little, it was really cool. They each had little hard candies in them. Um, they were, the girls really enjoyed them. So then they got to watch, or you guys all got to watch the firework show? Yes, yes. And we, it was like amazing because we were trying to find a place to, to sit and to, to go to. And we had just come out of um, Tomorrowland. We had 
we, we kept telling ourselves, we're like, we got to go because it's getting dark and we need to get over there. We're not going to get a good place. And we came out of there and a lady in front of us in a perfect spot, she said, here, take our spot. And they left. I don't know where they went, but we got their spot and it was amazing. It was bright. I mean, you could see everything. It was amazing. That was a God-given gift right there. For real. It was great. And the fireworks, of course, were magical because it was just so awesome. And then when um, Tinkerbell came out and flew across, that was just wow. That never gets old. It never does. And I had told them it was going to come. I was like, just wait, she'll be out. And uh, it was it was cool. That's awesome. And I forgot to ask you if you watched some cavalcades or cavalcades while you were in the park that day, the little parades. We did see the tail end of one. We kind of we ended up missing a lot of those just because we weren't around and we got the blend of one yeah well i mean you guys got to do a lot so in one day yeah. which is amazing and did you get to watch mickey's Philhar magic i forgot to ask you that yes we did watch that one because it has the new coco scene that's right and that's the one where i'm trying because we saw so many things that's the one where um he takes uh, he says do not touch the hat and he touches the hat yes everything goes wacko yeah we saw that it of was of course donald touches the hat he told him not to yeah that was cool so that was pretty much your whole day, right? Yeah, we were there from about 20 minutes after the they opened until right at closing. We stayed. We were there a very long time. It was a it was a long day. We our feet were feel, filling it, feeling it when we got, but uh, it was well worth it because we got to do everything. That's great. So then your next day was an off day. By the way, listeners, if you're not listening to Bethany and she planned this all on her own, she has an off day in between her parks. If you can do that, that is the best way to do it have an off day between parks because you wear yourself out if you don't. Yeah, it was nice because that next morning we were able to just let the kids kind of sleep in. I think um, after Magic Kingdom, nobody even, I don't think any of us even woke up before 9.30. That's awesome. So we had a nice big breakfast in the room and then we left off of property and went um, out to Cocoa Beach. And then that day afterward, we did some local shopping. Like my husband had found some uh, places to go and we kind of, you know, just kind of went around and got some good food. And uh, so it was a, it was a, a busy day. Um, and then we got back at about, it was probably about 8.30. And so we, we were gone most of the day. But that's still fun. And one of the things that I forgot to mention at the beginning was that your husband, they drove there. And so her husband likes to stop at little adventures along the way on their trip. So did he find some adventurous things for you to do in Florida then? He, he found some little shops and uh, some of them, one of them was a little silly. Some of them are a little silly, but that's what, that, that's what makes them so special. <laughs> I was gonna say, he's so fun. Um, when you were telling me that story, I told you it reminded me of Chevy Chase and how he's like, we're gonna go see the largest ball of twine and just stuff like that. And even though that sounds cheesy or something to somebody else, those are memories that are made that your kids will never forget. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like we, uh, if there was like a little ice cream shop or a little this or that, we, we, he definitely, you know, said, okay, let's stop here. And, but the main, the main thing that day was the beach because the girls had never been right they, the beach before we had gone to Destin, but, um, we couldn't even get in the water because it was 37 degrees. It was freezing. That's crazy. So that day we were able to, you know, look for seashells. We found over a hundred. Um, we, you know, just spent the day. It was really nice. We just kind of relaxed and it was a great day for everybody. That's awesome. And you got back to rest for your next big day. And didn't somebody join you at the parks that day or something? Well, we had a friend who um, that lived 
down there that kind of was trying to schedule to come. It ended up not working out. Oh, I'm sad. My husband and I talked about it and we were like this, I don't think the coordination, it would have actually meant that we weren't going to get to do as much in the park. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you would have been with them and they couldn't have been on your desk. Yeah, and they wanted to go out to eat and do some things and leave the park. And I was like, no, no. I I was like, I think we're going to utilize our time a little different. So um, it it worked out perfect. Um, That next day was Thursday. We went to Hollywood Studios. Yes. Yeah, and that was that was really cool. I think in the future we probably would do like a, a hopper pass and not do the Hollywood Studios for a full day. Um, I think we would kind of do a hopper. There was so many cool things there. Um, it right. just for us, I think the main attractions were in for our family was the obviously the Star Wars area, which was super amazing, and then the Toy Story area. Right. Um, that slinky ride is probably the one that my children would be like, let's go ride again and again and again. If they could. Yeah, it was really good. I've only rode that twice in the last however long a years has been open. Oh, it was super cool. Um, and my, my daughter, my 14 year old got a, a live video um, of us riding it and it was super fun. Yeah, it was cool. Um, But the Star Wars, I think for us was the main attraction. Gotcha. I saw Jeff's shirt. Yeah, (laughs) it was amazing. So the Tower of Terror got mixed reviews. Most of the family loved it, but Miriam absolutely hated it. I'm surprised she even got on it. Well, and it was one of those things with her death pass had to be checked in. So the plan was, I I said, well, if you need to decide not to write it, that's okay. You know, we just need to check you in and then we'll get up there and you can decide not to. Well, she she wrote it and uh, she was hysterical by the time she got off. It was not, um, I mean, there was crocodile tears and everything, it was bad. But everybody else was going on about how much they loved it. So um, that was the one thing she didn't like. Then we rode um, the Aerosmith. Yeah, Rock and Roller Coaster. Did you like that? Um, okay, she loved that one. That's awesome. Loved that one. My Abigail, my 10-year-old, that's the one she hated. She got off that ride hysterical. <laughs> she, oh my so goodness. Like Miriam loved it, and then Abigail was, um, Abigail was crying. I will say that is probably my least favorite ride. Really? Yes, I am not a speed rider. Like, five seconds before it started, the thought went through my brain. I was like, I shouldn't have done this because you, when you're praying that you actually make it off the ride, just let yeah. me get off this ride alive. <laughs> it's maybe not a good idea. Everybody else loved it. I mean, it, and that ride was my Lydia's all-time favorite. Like she said of everything. Yes. She loved the speed on it. Um, I'm just not a speed demon, you know, so, you know. Right. I always tell myself laugh because that's always been my way of getting through roller coaster rides is laughing because then you're because your diaphragm is focused on the and your muscles are focused on laughing and not worrying about it whether it's going to get sick because that's always been my thing is getting sick oh okay so now you know if you go back you and abigail will just stay and hold the bags we will <laughs> hold the bags on the side i don't know I, i'm not going to say that i won't ever ride it again it's just not in my top five right <laughs> If you had to pick between that and something in Toy Story or Star Wars Land, I get it, you would pick that. So did you get see any cavalcades there? We did. We saw, um, there was one with, um, it had all the in- incredible characters. Oh yeah, the Pixar one. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was sad because Lydia went into the restroom and it showed up right then and I kept thinking, you, 
hurry, hurry, because we were right by the bathrooms. She missed it. She saw the very tail end of it, um, but we did. And we got a video of it, but everyone else was able to see it. It was really cool. That's awesome. It was really cool. And so, did you guys bring food to the park that day? I can't remember. I was trying to think. We did. Um, that day we just did uh, like Hawaiian roll sandwiches and then a lot of veggies. That's what's so cool about it is, is a lot of uh, those Facebook pages I was looking at as far as like, what do people take into snack? And I would have been fine with just like a peanut butter sandwich because that's what my family did when we went. We just took um, things like that. We didn't even mess with like a cooler. We just took things that would hold up. Right. But we just took like a, we had three backpacks and had, you know, little lunch can, lunch boxes and then put the little ice packs in it. So we were able to take a ton of stuff that, yep. you know, were old and the dip, like we had ranch dip and we had guacamole um, and then veggies and chips and just all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah. It was nice. It was a nice pick me up if you were getting a little hungry. It is nice because then you're not tempted to eat something that you know you really shouldn't probably eat because that's the thing that, uh, especially Kaylee now that she's been eating so much healthier, she notices and it messes with her system. And then that that can ruin your day too. <laughs> oh yeah, well, and that for me too with some of my dietary restrictions, it was nice to know that I had foods with me that weren't going to uh, you know, make me miss out on the fun because I wasn't feeling good. So. Um, that it was nice to be able to plan the snacks and stuff around what you need. Um, but we did we did have some some yummy treats there. Like while we were there, we didn't do a lot of the the big meals because the waits were kind of long on them. Right, right. The big meals that we had, we waited until we got back to our hotel and ate in the food court, and they were delicious. I mean, I they had like spaghetti and meatball dinner. Um, I mean, one night I had uh, this burger that was just left to die. It was amazing. And then a pulled pork sandwich. Yeah. So we ate really good. We ate Disney food. It just wasn't, we, we chose to eat it. Uh, we ordered it. So it was, we were able to get it when we got back to our, to the resort at night. Mobile ordering is like my new favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was super cool. It was super cool. So, you know, we felt like, and they were very big portions. We didn't feel like we were uh, getting cheated on that at all. It was good size. There were a lot of times that Kaylee and I will split because yeah. then we don't feel so bad about it. And it's enough to get us over until the next meal. Cause we know that the guys are going to want another meal so that we have enough to get by. Yeah. Is there anything that you, I mean, we talked about the DAS Pass and some other things, but that you would tell people to, that are thinking about planning a Disney trip to do for future? I mean, you've talked about a lot of things. I was just saying if there was anything you hadn't told that you thought was a good tip for anybody. I think just planning it out. We thought that because of our family size, that it was just something that we were not able, going to be able to do. Um, because it does add up right it can become pricey and the cool thing is is you like you said in the very beginning of the podcast that you can put a deposit down and make payments on it yes you've chosen your dates which is really nice for families that you know it's going to be a big chunk change to go you know let's right. just be honest um but when you pay in payments it doesn't seem as <laughs> exactly and it there are ways to do Disney like on a budget. I feel I felt like we were able to splurge on things. We kind of decided what we were going to splurge on. Like we just had, like I said, we decided not to eat a bunch of meals in the park. Right. 
but and then eat at, eat at certain times at our hotel. And then when we were out and about at town, we ate. But that there saved us quite a bit of money oh, as yeah. far as budgeting that in. But then there were other things we said, okay, we're going to splurge on this. So the girls were able to buy some souvenirs because those are going to last a lot longer than a meal, you know? Absolutely. So I feel like you can do Disney on a budget and still have all the magic. Like you don't have to, um, the word budget doesn't take away the magic at all. No, you make the magic. I totally think that you can. And then um, the other thing was, I was going to ask, did you each decide of the three parks that you went to a favorite park? And I know you didn't decide, I'm sure, because my family's not decided on one park for all of us. Did you have a park that each one likes better than another? Yeah, um, my teenager liked Animal Kingdom better. The younger ones and myself liked Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I think that's generally everybody's favorite. What did Mr. Jeff, did he have a favorite? He loved Animal Kingdom, but then he loved Hollywood Studios also. Um, Star Wars. Yeah, the Star Wars part, because that was top notch, top notch, that Star Wars area. Like it was phenomenal. I was amazed. So Lydia is the one that liked Animal Kingdom, correct? Yes. Is she the one that's big into animals also? Not really. Um, oh, I, think I thought maybe that's why. She she is somewhat, but I think I think for her just the Avatar area and oh, just okay. done up, it was it was, and for her some of the rides at Magic Kingdom were more um, they were more experienced rides. Gotcha. And she liked them, but I think I think for her Animal Kingdom was just more. Oh, I get it. Her speed, you know. That's what everybody keeps asking. And now I said, really, at the beginning, I would have said Magic Kingdom. I mean, we've been going since 2009, but now there's so many cool things at Animal Kingdom. And honestly, Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios were right at the top with each other at the beginning. Like you said, with Hollywood Studios, for us now, it could really be a half day park. Yeah. We spend far more time in Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Because I really think the girls, um, are getting to the age like my kids were where they would start to appreciate Epcot. I don't always recommend that for younger children. Not that yeah. you w shouldn't take them there because there are things, but I really think it's for kids they're going to start to appreciate. That's why we made that decision not to do it this trip because I, I knew that the younger ones were still at the age where Magic Kingdom was going to be like magical. So Of course. Of course. But it was amazing. The whole thing, we definitely want to go again. It, it was it was amazing. Like I, my 16 year old looked at me the day, the day before we left and she's like, mom, I just don't want to leave. I just want to stay. And so I knew it was it was magical for everybody. It was it, it was much needed. We needed it. Yeah. You don't understand until you've been there. Yeah. I think a lot of people are like that. Well, thank you so much for coming on here. And thank you for allowing me to be a part of helping you surprise your kids. That was fun. It is overwhelming when you're trying to plan it and you don't know where to start. Um, and so I appreciate all your help. Oh, it please. It was so fun for me. And that that is what we try to tell listeners that if you book the trip or I book the trip, it's exactly the same price. So why not let me use my services that I know things? And yeah, so I would be happy to do it for anybody. A few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or text us at 636-395-0544. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text me at 636-395-0544. You can make a reservation for a $200 refundable deposit on any resort and ticket package. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or on our TikTok account, Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish all the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. 
As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, I think it's about that time. Have a magical day, my friends. Bye.